Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads Comics. Today is Sunday, February 17, 2019. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, I hope everybody is having a wonderful winter's uh, time, I guess. Valentine's Day was this past uh, week. Uh, what what, what, are you, what, what are you going to say, Em? You seem like you wanted to say something. I was trying to figure out the day it was. Well, today's the 17th. Oh, yeah. So, Valentine's Day was the 14th, right? That was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, so I hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day. Maybe got some chocolate or flowers or, uh, or you know, just spend some quality time uh, catching up on Netflix. Whatever you did on Valentine's Day, I hope it was a delightful, delightful time. All right, now let's see what's happening in today. That, was, that, that, that sounded kind of weird, right? That was a little... What? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that scene came across as a little insincere, but I meant it. I hope everybody had a good... Hey, look, if nothing else, I hope you had a good Thursday, which, you know. Okay. Which is, you know, Friday Eve. So, anywho, it's Sunday now, so let's see what's happening in the funnies. Our first comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. And in this episode, The Born Loser is uh, reading the paper, and uh, it tells his wife uh, that there was a new story about alternatives to traditional cough medicine. And he says, yeah, you know, uh, here's one they found. They said it's uh, chocolate is a good is a good alternative medicine. They found that it may actually work better than cough medicine as a cough suppressant. And then the wife starts to leave and he goes, "Hey, where where are you going there, Gladys?" And uh, she goes, "I think I feel a cough coming on." And the, I think she just wants chocolate. That, exactly. That's the joke is she just wanted the chocolate. So, so she heard that that was an excuse so she could go eat eat chocolate. And that's it. That's pretty funny, huh? He literally is looking at out the like. Yeah, he's looking at when she says that she feels a cough coming on. I feel like he knows that he just, she just wants some chocolate. I think he does, and he's looking at us. Uh, so he's kind of breaking the fourth panel by doing that. And he's so. like smiling. And he's smiling because it's funny that that his wife wants to eat chocolate. So that's that's good. Our next comic today is Arlo and Janice. In this episode, um, Arlo is going through his desk. And he finds like one of those little basketball hoops that you use to put on like a garbage can to throw paper balls into. And he carries it to the uh, kitchen and uh, and he's cutting an onion. And uh, no. Janice comes in and, uh, and, and covers her eye and is upset. Wait, what do you mean no? That's what he's doing. It does not look like him. It is him. He's just wearing a hat suddenly. He's wearing a hat and an apron. And also a red shirt. And he changed shirts. Yes. that He changed clothes. How did he do that so fast? Well, they just, they just didn't see. They just didn't... Uh, they just didn't see it. He, he, so, the joke... I think the joke... Although it's not apparent, but the joke appears to be that um, he's going to throw away like the, the, the scraps into a hoop. What? Uh, and this upsets Janice for some... Unknown re- because Janice hates anything that makes Arlo even remotely happy. That's the joke. <sighs> there, he was gonna he was gonna gamify cooking, and it upsets Janice because uh, Janice wants him to have no joy. All right, our next comic of the day is Ripley's Believe It or Not, and there's there's a lot a lot of little facts here, and I'm not gonna go over all of them, but there's one of them. It says camels can't swim, and what does the camel say? Nope, nope. Nope, nope. Camels can't swim. So, uh, 
That's it. There, we'll just learn a little something about camels. That, uh, Steve Young is the only left-handed quarterback in the Pro Football Hall. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, so not that. So. You know, we're not, I don't know. We're not talking about those. Yes, we are. No. If you yes. care about Steve Young being in the Hall of Fame, which why I, why you would care about that, I don't know. The left-handed. Yeah, he's left-handed. I get it, but you don't even know who Steve Young is because he was not playing quarterback when you were even alive. Football. He was a football player. He was a yes. He was a San Francisco 49er. Uh, okay. Read the other fact. You want the other fact? Sure. All right. The first man to propose with a diamond ring was uh, an archduke in 1477. So some archduke. Was arch? That's his name. No, that's his title. He's the arch. His name is Archduke Maximilian. Uh, archduke is of like Australia no. in 1477. <laughs> it's, it's Austria. Austria is not Australia. There are no koala bears in Austria unless they're just in the zoo. It's Australia. No, it's not Australia. It's Australia. Australia. All right. Well, it's I, Australia. I hope you enjoyed this episode of M shouting Australia for no readily apparent reason. All right, moving, uh, moving on to Nancy by Olivia James. In this episode, uh, Nancy is outside Sluggo's window and she appears to be making a snowman, and uh, Sluggo is saying out loud. Well, I sure, I know Nancy's going to want revenge from when I hit her with a snowball yesterday, but at least I can keep my eye on her from here. I should be safe, since I can tell she's just building a snowman. Then we cut to outside, and we see, what's that? Like, there's a little snowman in the window that's blocking his view, so she thinks he thinks she's making a great big snowman, but it's really just a little one that's blocking, what's all that? Oh, the snowball. She's made up thousand snowballs to hurl at Sluggo when he comes out the door. Um, so that's the joke is that, that, that using forced perspective, she's made him think that he, she's making a snowman, but when in fact she is doing is, uh, making a bunch of snowballs that she will pelt him with, uh, non-discriminately. Now the, the thing is though, you know, as soon as Sluggo comes out the door, he's going to start using them himself because she's far away from some pile. So he can just start grabbing them and throwing them back yeah. at her. So she, Miss Nancy, is going to be hoisted on her own petard, or at least her own snowballs. So there's that. All right, our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles, a favorite here on the Howling Monkey Reads of Comics. Uh, in this episode, Mrs. Pickles opens up some cat food, and she goes, Here you go. The, uh, here's some cat food there, Muffin. It says it'll put Frisky back in your cat. And so the cat eats some uh, of the, the food, and then it runs around. And how can you tell it's running? Because what does it say? It- it's like, zoom. It's a zoom, and there's, zoom. And there's clouds of... Sm- and then zing and zip. That's right, and the cat's running all around, and it says zoom, zing, zip. And then she, uh, last panel, she's there talking to talking to Earl, uh, Mr. Pickles, and she goes, hey, uh, hey, why don't you try some of this, Earl? Why don't you try some of this? Uh, the joke here is that, that Earl Pickles, Mr. Pickles, is um, doesn't have a lot of energy anymore, and she thinks that maybe... By feeding him cat food, uh, he'll come back to his old uh, youthful self. <sighs> Our next comic of the day is Herb and Jamal by Stephen Bentley. In this episode, uh, Herb is screaming, Hey, you can do it. Don't let him beat you. Come on. You're tougher than that. So on and so forth. It's for several panels. Um, and they cut to the other room where his uh, wife and mother-in-law are. And uh, the mother-in-law says, Hey, it sounds like Herb's really getting into that wrestling match. Dot, dot, dot. And then we cut back to the kitchen that Jamal is having with that bag of chips. And we see uh, Jamal trying to open a bag of chips. And uh, Herb is sitting there yelling at him. Come on, you can do it. And that sort of thing. And the joke here is that 
bags of potato chips are uh, hard to open. No, they aren't. They can be. Get can. the scissors. Well, if you use tools, you're right. It would be much simpler. That makes more sense. But uh, they're just going to try to hulk the bag open. And you know what happens when you do that. You're going to just rip, yank it open, and it's gonna, the chips are going to shoot all over the kitchen. But you also make could a pop mess. it. Well, you could, well, then you might scratch the chips. No, I mean, like, pop it. Like, get in the middle and pop it. And then on the other side, really quick, turn it over. Because... You could do that. You could do that, but then then chips might fly everywhere. But the point, well, the point here is that he's. It's too hard for him to open the bag of chips, and it's, it's comically ridiculous. All right. Well, you should you should talk to okay. Herb and Jamal. But they're not t- real. They chips aren't real. No, I, Herb and Jamal aren't real. That's right. Our next comic of the day is Ziggy by Tom Wilson, and he's uh okay. He he's going up a mountain with an easel and some paints. To a place called Inspiration Point. We know it's Inspiration Point because there's a sign that in fact says Inspiration, Inspiration Point. Point. And he's looking out over a valley and he's trying to paint and he just can't come up with anything. And then finally, in the final panel, old Ziggy, instead of drawing the valley or the sunset, he's drawn a picture of the sign that in fact says Inspiration Point. Yeah, that's the joke there is that he was inspired to paint a sign. So. To Inspiration Point. Yeah, okay. Our next comic of the day is Alex Halat's The Arctic Circle. <sighs> okay, and this one, two, three penguins are sitting around drinking coffee because that's what they do. And one of them's on his phone. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, and they're he's teenagers. like, he's, he's, he could be a teenager. It's like they're reading news. It says, hey, the, the black bear population is bouncing back. Uh, black bears are rebounding in the suburbs. And the, yep, that's right. And then we cut to a picture of uh, <laughs> three bears. Jumping on trampolines. Say, we cut that out. We cut that out, says someone in the thing. You can tell they're jumping because they're flying in the air. Boing, boing, and that's all you... It says boing, and what's the other one? Sproing. Sproing. So it's boing, sproing, we. The joke here is that when you think that a population of bears is bouncing back, what you expect to mean is that they're growing, the population is growing. But in this case, what it means is that the bears are on trampolines. They're bouncing... There you, there you go. All right, our next comic of the day is Blondie by Dean Young and former Supreme Court Justice John Marshall. In this episode, Blondie and Dagwood are in a movie theater, and there's a guy behind him who just keeps coughing for like... Like cough, 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 yeah. cough, 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 right. cough, 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 and then another guy says, achoo. That other guy is Dagwood. So, so for six panels, some guy is coughing. And then Dagwood has a smile, a kind of a quiet achoo, which is a sneeze. And then the guy, the guy who was coughing, screams at him, "Hey, hey keep it down! Some of us are trying to enjoy a movie." Whoa. And he was the one making all the noise. That's the joke: is that he is a giant hypocrite because Wait, he's I- been coughing the whole time, and now yeah. he's saying. Keep it down. Yet, Achu is like so quiet. Uh, compared to the giant cough, and the coughs were louder and louder. Like, cough, cough. Because they cough, were, you know, cough, they had cough, bigger. Cough, uh, cough, cough. Oh, stop. No, 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 don't. Sorry. Sorry for that, everybody. Uh, don't don't scream. You're going to hurt people's uh, ears and they're going to be mad at us. Okay. I don't want to be mad, anybody mad at me because they already are all the time. So I don't need that. Uh, anyway, our next comic of the day is... Oh, look, it's my favorite. It's oh, Sly no. Lock Fox. 
Slylock Fox. Now, Slylock Fox has a lot of stuff going on. There's a uh, there's a little a little mystery. There's little drawing puzzles, and uh, you know, spot the different things. I know what the drawing is. All right. Well, hold on. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Now, in this episode for the mystery, Slylock Fox is hanging out with his friend the mouse, and there's a duck for some reason. Yeah. And they're outside of Le Chateau Restaurant. And there's a dog and a rabbit putting out on the sidewalk. And then there's a cat, a lady, a lady cat who's wearing a dress, uh, standing outside. And um, it's Cassandra Cat. And the dog is saying, hey, Cassandra Cat used her gloved hands and put them in my wet concrete. Uh, Cassandra Cat says, hey, I'm innocent. I didn't do it. See? And she's showing that her gloves have no concrete, no cement on them. Well, Slylock Fox doesn't trust this tricky kitty. So what did he ask Cassandra to do that ultimately exposed her guilt? Don't answer yet. Give them a moment. What did he do to expose Cassandra Kitty's guilt? All right, time's up. So do you know, without reading it, Em, do you know what Slylock Fox did to expose the villainous Kitty? Maybe the gloves were like these gloves where if something kind of like wet got on them, they would just slip off. Well, that, that you're close. You're very close. What he did was he said, "Hey, Cassandra, take off your gloves and flip them inside out. Let me see if there's concrete oh. cement in there." And she goes, "Ah, curses! You you foiled me." That's exactly what she did. Is that she flipped the gloves inside out after putting her hands in the concrete? And uh, when he she flipped the gloves inside out, she, he saw the wet cement in the. I guess she flipped them and then also changed hands. This seems like an overly complex crime to, to have been committed but, but her hands are bigger than the. her hands are in fact bigger than the handprints which i don't think the conviction would stand because of this evidence but it's nonetheless true. nonetheless okay. that's where we are that now that's like the mystery draw, uh, that does not look like how to draw a bike that's what we're gonna do next what so, how to hold draw on. a viking that's it's it's explaining how to draw a viking ready Liking Step one, liking. draw a lima bean and a curly cue. It's not a lima bean. Step two, add a face and teeth. Step and, three. And, 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 the other side of the horns, plus, plus you, ears, 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 ears. I, I don't think you understand the point of this, this, this comic thing I we're doing here. I really it. don't think you get what we're doing I do, here. I don't think you because the point is I'm trying to demonstrate that it shows that you draw a lima bean and a curlicue. Step two, you give it some teeth. Step three, you got a Viking, and that's no, you don't. Uh, also, you have to add some circles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Also, all right. You also have to add a beard and hair. All right. All right. Let's let's stop shouting. There we. And an eyebrow. And an eyebrow. Yeah. Are you done? Are you done now? Maybe. That's how you draw a Viking. Our next comic of the day is Popeye's Cartoon Club. Now remember, Popeye's Cartoon Popeye's Cartoon Club is uh, every week it's a different artist. Okay, but he's they're doing Popeye. I don't know why this is happening, but it is, and it's delightful. And this week's episode uh, is by Unca Lar de Souza. Don't know who that is, but he's but he's very good. Uh, anyway, in this episode, Popeye and and uh, Olive Oil are on a date, and there's the Jeep is hanging out with them, and uh, and Popeye's going, hey, but I'm not going to do the voice. But Olive, why don't you want to be seen with me? Uh, and then she goes, well, I put on a nice outfit and you just turn up in your old nasty sailor's clothes. And he says, well, I am what I am and that's all what I am. 
And then and then she goes, well, look, Pop, I, I called the Internet Fancy Guys to show up and give you a makeover. And it's convertible with, with Internet Fancy Guys show up going. I say, yoo-hoo, Miss Olive. Yoo-hoo, Miss Olive. And they they come in and they're gonna and it, it's they're 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 really okay. It's really the queer eye for the straight guy group, okay. But they show up and they look at Popeye and they go, "Oh, they, I love this hat. Hey, not much I can do with this hair. Hey, that clat, that tattoo is great. Nice skin. Good job." And uh, at at the end, they all are the 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 fancy guys are in their car and they're all dressed like Popeye. And uh, he goes. Uh, and she's and that, surprised that it's actually they like it. Yeah, she is. She's so surprised. She's almost she's shooting off the ground and flying backwards. And they say, uh, "Hey, your boyfriend is the new trendy look for men. Thanks for inviting us, Miss Olive." To which Popeye says, "What does arf, he say?" Arf. arf, arf. For some reason, he's acting like a dog. I don't know why. But, so the joke here is that Olive wanted to change Popeye and and got the fancy guys to give him a makeover. But when they showed up. They decided he was, in fact, a trendsetter. And the point here is, be yourself. Don't let the fancy guys change you. Or Olive. Just be yourself. Our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grimm. In this episode, the dog has a jackhammer. And it's he's like... They say, rat, tat, tat, tat. Rat, tat, 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 tat. Rat, tat, 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 tat. Tat, tat, rat. Tat, 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 tat. Ta 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 ta, and then finally he speaks. Okay, so yeah, so yes, and that was very good. That was uh, that was. I, I hope you somehow can make that into an album someday. But yeah, so he's got a jackhammer and he's just bouncing around making those noises that Em just told you about. And then finally, in the final panel, he goes, "Hey, don't try to bury a bone in February." The joke here is that in February it's winter, and the ground can be hard. So Wait, bury a bone. So was, yeah, dogs bury bones. That's what they oh, do. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a dog. They can dig. Well, that most that's right. Most dogs actually just dig. They don't they don't use jackhammers. They can't even use them. No, they really that's the joke there. Our Yay! next comic oh. Yay Our next comic's the family circle. Yay You do not like the family I do, circle. I do. No, I you do. don't you don't. Yes, I do. No, never. Yes, 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 yes. Never. Yes, 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 Fine, fine. Okay, I'm going to explain what's happening in the family circus. There's like three separate kind of panels. In the first panel, we see the kids doing stuff like homework or watching TV. Apparently watching a show about little Lord Fauntleroy or something. Uh, Reading a book and building blocks. And then mom's doing, doing chores. She's putting up towels and pacing around and folding stuff. And then finally, old mom sits down to enjoy the the newspaper like you do. She's reading the newspaper, and then and suddenly then everyone says, "Mommy, mommy, mommy, mommy!" Right? The kids all just start screaming, "Mommy!" while she's relaxing. And the joke here is that children do not let their parents enjoy things. I cannot relate. It's funny to that <laughs> at all. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Finally, today, Andy Cap. Is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.